0: I'm recording now, Chad. How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think you are doing pretty good, Johnny Full facts. That's me. Oh man, I changed I'm, my name to, mm, just yeah. to rub it in people's faces. <laughs> Definitely, some kid who was like uh, 47 years younger than me. Uh, came in today to buy something and mm-hmm. he was like oh hold on let me just move my vaccination card out of the way and i was like <laughs> what the fuck is going on you're a child how do how oh, i hate you uh and so yes i'm thousand years old and mm-hmm. have have yet to be called for my appointment to be vaccinated yeah i think it's because you're waiting to be called you think it's, a, I, a, I think watched, it's a, a watched pot never boils oh, situation? Oh, it's, it's a
0: squeaky wheel situation for oh, sure. Oh, motherfucker. I bet it is. And you're the quietest fucking wheel that uh, I've ever... seen.
1: <laughs> such a quiet wheel. I'm too busy. And also, I'm mildly terrified because I have anaphylactic reactions to things. So I'm like, oh, That's God. That's true. Oh, hell, you you have actual cause for concerns. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not excited about that possibility. I, I mean, no. Well, but I mean, I've never had an anaphylactic reaction to a shot before. You know, I've had anaphylactic reactions to eating peanut butter, you know, which is a different thing. Right. I know, actually. Just I, so you know, eating peanut butter is different than getting a shot. I thought that I'd make that explicitly clear. Interesting point. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Wow. Do you have a
0: counterpoint? No. Uh, (laughs) No, it's too stupid to have a counterpoint. Oh, thank Uh, God. (laughs) uh, No, I was going to tell you, uh, actually, in the knowing these things about you, um, I was going to bring in Rice Krispie treats that I made today. And then I remembered, oh, wait, no, Tristan refuses all treats presented to him at all times. And for good reason. Yeah. And for a reason I totally understand. Listen. And it's very safe and responsible and I totally get it and you don't mean anything by it. However, I have a giant tray of Rice Krispie treats that are gonna go bad in two days. I'm not. I, here's the thing: you say that,
1: yes. but I definitely, in the case when someone says, "Hey, I specifically separated these things, and there's nothing weird," mm-hmm. I'll go awesome. I'm totally in. But, uh, but really, if it's if it's just some random possibility of anything where it's like, yeah, I think I think this should be good. I'm like, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, you know, like. I will never use jam at someone's house, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Because you don't they know if there's peanut butter. Probably took too. the peanut butter and went straight into those the jelly. Well, thing, if you, you
0: know people who do that, then stop being friends with them. I mean, I have because for the most wrong. part. It's
1: disgusting. Two knives, people. Um, two. two knives. knives. Two, two hats, bitches. Two uh, knives
0: or wash the knife.
1: Well, yes. Also that. Um, also, whatever happened to the two hats guy? Um, <laughs> I'm assuming he
0: lost a hat. <laughs> fucking. Sucks, and now man. he's back to normal.
1: I miss that guy. Um, if anybody if anybody wants to check that out and is interested, it is the greatest music video of <laughs> our time. It is called Two Hats, and uh, I do not know the person who, who wrote this
0: wonderful, wonderful rap song, but uh, they are a genius. Um, speaking of music videos, I recently shared my love for the song She Drives Me Crazy by the yeah, Find No okay. Cannibals. Okay. Uh, your your friend Aaron reached out to me and we had a nice chat about fine young cannibals. Really? And, uh, yeah, yes, we did. And uh, <laughs> and the other song I shared, Alone by Heart, because apparently. Oh oh god, come on. Okay, now maybe you could actually, you know, I'm... Heart
1: is one of the most wonderful groups of all time.
0: Thank you. I you know I have hits and misses with you, and that's fine. <laughs> uh, but you can probably elaborate on this because you spent some time with Aaron. Aaron told me that his his junior high and maybe high school dances ended with alone by heart. That sounds right. Yeah. And that he didn't have him in the gym. They had him in the cafeteria.
1: That is correct. Because I went to one of those dances at his high school when I was, uh, when I was being homeschooled because I dropped out of, if people may know this, I dropped out of high school as a freshman. <gasps> Uh, yes, I was, yes. I was a troubled, troubled teen and, uh, and I did not get along with my teachers and, uh, and I left school early, mm-hmm. but, uh, I did go to school dances as a
0: rebel. <laughs> uh, just rode it on a skateboard in a leather jacket being like, sup bitches. <laughs> They're like Gallagher, you don't go here. It's like I go wherever I please, baby. Uh, It was it was shockingly similar to that, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Oh, I was I was definitely poochy in uh, in my school.
0: There's nothing I could do about it. Yeah, when you're not in the room, people are like, "Where's Tristan?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was more that I don't know. I don't know how many more cliched like things you could do to punch up a sitcom character in the nineties <laughs> that I did that were like my per, my defining personality trait. Yep. I was a guitar player. Yep. Uh I was a skateboarder. Okay. You know, I like fucking wore uh combat boots and, and a trench coat. Oh, and God. you know, like I was that guy <laughs> you were like I was I was really uh yeah, I was I was living that uh that sitcom lifestyle. Were I you think. living in a van? I was on uh, definitely on a path to living in a van. I think um, you I had mean, symptoms of living in a van, but you, you know weren't what? quite there yet. You know what? That's not true. I have lived in a van. So that's okay. Uh, when I was when I was working at Spooky World. Okay. Oh, I, oh that's right. I, I definitely slept in a van when I was down okay. there.
0: So you were almost Cody from Step by Step.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely I have modeled my life after Cody from <laughs> Step by Step.
0: Well. Not everything, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know anything about Cody. I said something terrible, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> he did some bad things, but that's okay. You didn't the, know. The actor or the The uh, actor.
0: No, the character was The character and was stupid. not
1: like some sort of mass murderer. Good. No. No. I I'm referring to the character and not the okay. actor.
0: Separating the art from the artist. Smart move. Absolutely. Um, I mean Okay, so that's weird to me about the dances because uh-huh. as I told him, he he's like I was like that my, none of my dances ended with Alone by Heart. Well, yeah, but you're also ten years younger than us. But mine ended with an older song. What
1: was it? Stairway. Oh, God. Really?
0: Every time. Whew. And in the gym, you heathens. What, what's the wow. matter with you?
1: Oh, I mean... Honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. I was... That did confuse me. He
0: said that was confusing too because the gym was bigger than the calf.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we at Presque Isle High School, which again I went to for three months, um, <laughs> <laughs> they used the they definitely put the dances in the gym, right? Because they're not insane. So what's up with Aaron's school? Uh, it's farmers. It's in Fort Fairfield, Fucking so farmers. it was yeah, exactly. Okay, they don't know shit. About <laughs> doing a dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, their, their dances were weird, and we had things that were weirder than high school dances in my hometown okay. of Presque Isle, because we had a civic center, Okay, you know, mostly to show off the new combine that was out this year. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> but then someone would come around with this touring package called a video dance. Did you ever see this phenomenon? <laughs> no. Aha! So, this was a VJ... In the height of the MTV era, oh he would show up with a jumbotron and project gigantic music videos, and it was a dance with the music videos
0: instead of just the music. Wow. So you guys were just watching the screen instead of dancing? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, we were just smoking pot in the bleachers watching music videos. <laughs> We're snorting Rush and going, oh, wow. <laughs> what a great video, man. <laughs> great White is really onto something. <laughs> what if, if I was bitten once, I would also be shy the second time. That, that makes really sense. That's idea. just advice. That's it's, all that is. <laughs> these guys are fucking great. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I almost got my northern main back. That was. Yeah, that's fucking great, man. <laughs> God, hold on, let me see if I can get that accent back. Oh, shit. please don't. Please Nah, leave it where I think you I'm gonna it. talk like this for the rest of the. No, bye-bye, put it out bye-bye. in the. Put it on the back door. I don't know. I feel
0: like this guy. Where this people, guy's gonna come back. Where people go back there and take a dump. Just leave it right there.
1: Oh God, the number of people, the number of like tweens and uh and like professional people I see sitting on the hobo toilet out back <laughs> blows my fucking mind. Funny Guys, they knew. dear everyone who comes to Portland, I think that most of the people who would listen to this podcast are smart enough to know that you don't sit down on back stairs in Portland, but suffice to say, if you have ever sat on the back stairs of this store, mm-hmm. you have hepatitis and like <laughs> 17 other things. Um, it yeah. literally is... Every other day it is covered in human feces, so please do not sit down on those stairs.
0: There's only so many times we can set it on fire.
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe the children's school, the children's art school next door, dumps bleach on those stairs every now and again, but it's
0: not enough. And they're right to do so. Yeah, Yeah.
1: oh, they should be literally setting fire to them. Absolutely. But uh, even that wouldn't be enough.
0: No, I I feel like it's more of a kind of a... uh, ectoplasmic-type entity that... Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's
1: going to be there forever.
0: Yeah. It's a curse. Oh,
1: God. It sure is. <laughs> Speaking of curses, I've been cleaning the basement today. Oh, no. Yeah. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah? We haven't done that for a very long time. It was, uh... Well, Ed, Troubling. It was troubling. Yeah. Ed came in to do the taxes, or not the taxes, but the bookkeeping today. Right. And so I wound up in the basement. I was like, well, I'm not just going to stand around while you're on the computer doing all this work. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. So I went down to the basement and, you know, and I was just like, I've got to do this. This It's gone too long without someone actually tidying this basement. <laughs> yeah. And I actually got the short box room, like, taken care of. Which really? Which is nuts. Like, it's weird. If you go down there, you'll see it. It's like... The boxes are in rows. Mm, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of it's kind of weird to go in there, and because normally, if you remember, there always there were always crisscrossed boxes stacked to the ceiling where you couldn't kind of move.
0: Yeah, it was like you know, like in movies where like there's a mess in the room and people are trying to help somebody find something, and the guy's like, "No, I got a system." Yeah, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> If there's three pizza boxes on it, that means it's from March. <laughs> that's how it is.
1: Yeah, except the system belonged to like 15 different people who organized things in the basement. Right. Including Scott, who hasn't worked here in three years. So <laughs> I was wondering about him the other day. That's not true. It hasn't been three years. What were you wondering? He's doing
0: great. Yeah, I was, I was wondering how he's doing.
1: Um, yeah, I've seen him recently and he's doing wonderfully. He's still doing. He's still doing shows, but I think he's doing like virtual shows that he hates because they're virtual. Right. Because everybody hates virtual shows. And yeah. uh, and he has a podcast. Oh, he does. He does. Um, and I subscribe to it, and it's fun. And I can't remember the name of it. As I should... as Regan White. Is it uh, Regan or Regan? It is not. He, I believe. I believe. Or is he, he changed? He is not in character. I think they're actually mm-hmm. talking about drag, but they're not like. Gotcha. In character. I know nothing. Gotcha. You know nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna waste time on air so that I can plug his podcast. No, to that's the good for people who are listening. That's good radio, isn't it? You know what? I'll figure it out. Uh, it's called "Why Don't You Like Us?" I think is what it's called. <laughs> okay. Um, or please like us. One of the two. Uh, something like it's that. Something Just keep like that. googling until keep you find googling it. Googling it until you find it.
2: <laughs>
1: Fuck. God, uh, we shouldn't do ads ever. <laughs> Oh, come on. But me undies. You know, if you need (laughs) undies that are
0: mine, me
1: undies. (laughs) I
0: will send you me undies. I will send you me undies. Me undies. If you think spending underwear is a luxury, (laughs) if you just need underwear sent to you constantly, you can't be bothered to go to a store or order from another website. By all means, me undies.
1: (laughs) Me undies. Have you ever paid $25 for a single pair of underwear? Well, you will now. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to, idiot. (laughs) Okay. Casper. Casper, mattresses, yeah, but with no support at all. <laughs> also, they come in a box. They come in a box. Weird, right? Now you have to throw a box away, too. <laughs> it's oh,
0: extra God. responsibility. It's a part-time job. <laughs> Plus a mattress. But you can send it back
2: <sighs> somehow? I'm I, not sure how mattresses work. If you can work. figure
0: out how to fit it back in the box. But you've already thrown the box away because you're not a fucking idiot that keeps a giant box around. Right. And if you think that's great, take your idea and put it on Squarespace. Squarespace is a Squarespace. great website with easy-to-use templates and award-winning customer support. You can't miss with Squarespace, everybody, unless you we have don't a use stupid idea. We don't use it because
1: it was too difficult. And honestly, the uh, the store mechanism was dumb, and Shopify worked way better for us. That is true. And that's
0: the answer. I did pick Shopify over yeah. everything else. Uh, yeah, no, Squarespace was weird.
1: Yeah, I tried to build a website with Squarespace, and it sucked.
0: But it's easy to use templates.
1: Yeah, I hear their world-class designers suck.
0: <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> they do have world-class designers, but they're not good. You know, Sorry, you know F is a class of designer. <laughs> F class. Uh, <laughs> right next to the troop. Yes.
1: I can't miss him. Oh, man. Chad, so we're here together in know. the same room.
0: I know. I feel like we buried the lead by not saying that I'm here in the store.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you're fully vaccinated. We still have you behind bulletproof glass because it's the way that things are now. Well, you're behind glass. Well, yeah, because I'm the one that needs to be protected from me. Yes, cuz I'm afraid of you. As as always, as usual, I'm afraid of you.
0: That's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as most people are. As they should be. Like look at that dork. Let's run for our lives. <laughs> It'll oh. be good for a laugh, because see, he's not threatening. <laughs> you know, Chad, now that we're here, I yeah. don't know, uh, what do you want to talk about? You know? We're... I don't know. I ordered I ordered uh, comic books this week, and I haven't even got a chance to read them yet. They oh. did show up today.
1: You got Ultra Mega.
0: From last week. Yeah. Which I wanted to get the week prior, and I forgot to. Ultra Mega is so good. It's. It looked like a thing I would enjoy. It looked like yes. a very violent Ultraman, and I was interested in that.
1: That is basically what it is, yeah. Okay. I mean that that is a very simplified version of what it is, but it's definitely that fits into the into the story. Yeah.
0: And then I also got the uh, the first issue of Beta Ray Bill. Oh my God! Also so good. My my hero, <laughs> uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, <laughs> yes. is drawing it, and I saw he was making uh, Beta Ray Bill wear Power Trip T-shirts, and I was just like, of
1: course he is.
0: I, I love that man. Yeah. I feel like there's very few people like I see in the comic industry that I feel like I could be friends with that guy and I definitely do because I know he loves New Japan wrestling (laughs) and he loves wrestling in general and he loves heavy metal He loves metal and wrestling. Metal, metal, wrestling, and comic books. And I'm just like, I feel like we could find something to talk
1: about. (laughs) No, he was super cool. He came in, like, he apparently was just in Portland for some random reason. And he was like, the shop looked cool, so I came in. And then he just, like, did head sketches on every copy of uh, Extremity that we had. Nice. We had, like, 20 copies of Extremity on the shelf, and he was like... Actually, he was like, "Why the hell are these still here? These should have sold by now." <laughs> you idiots sell his books," is, he said. They're sold out everywhere else, and I was like, "I got fifty
0: copies." <laughs> it was, like, they sold left. really well. Yeah. Well, his books are awesome too. Yeah. That's. I guess that's the other catch about that guy is that like I'm like, wow, he's pretty cool. He's got a cool style, but then on top of that, the stuff that he writes and does is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like his uh, his Wonder Woman Black Label thing was pretty cool.
1: That was fun too. If you ever want to this... see her
0: wield uh, Superman's skull and spine as a weapon, then this is the book for you. Yeah, this is yeah this Beta Ray Bill is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's
1: actually really something special. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Oh good. Um yeah, comic books. There are actually comic books here that I like. Sometimes I think I just named them both. Yep, you've named both of the comics that I like in the world. No, I'm literally looking at one that's fucking amazing right now. What, uh, Two Moons. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Un goddamn believable. It's probably, it's definitely my favorite current horror comic. Okay. It is crazy good. And the, like, the monster reveal from the first issue was like next level. It was a very, very fun monster. So nice yeah no it's it's crazy
0: good that's very exciting yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to those things yes very much so i think they'll be fun and entertaining and i'm going to read them tonight because (laughs) i'm going to go home i'm going to hide easter eggs don't let my kids listen to this oh shit and uh and then after i get done hiding easter eggs i'm going to read those comic books
1: i forgot it was easter tomorrow yes huh that's a thing,
0: and I have I have baskets. I have candy. I, I have I have purchased the greatest thing I ever purchased. It was a giant bag of pre-packed with candy and stickers, eggs, so I don't have to pack no. them myself. Oh, Chad! And if anyone's had to do that, you know it's a fucking nightmare. Chad,
1: where is your where is your Easter spirit?
0: <laughs> Easter spirit. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where where is your
1: Easter? That's not the that's not the spirit. Where of is Easter. my He
0: is Risen spirit? Yeah, come on. It? Oh, God. Listen, <laughs> Easter is slowly becoming like second Christmas, and it's kind of bumming me out. Really? Yeah. Is well,
1: that for real? Yes. And I I'll... think I I would say that there is a much stronger argument
0: that Halloween is second Christmas. No, because uh, there's no expectation of presents on Halloween. It fucking is. Oh, there's not. In there's my candy. house, there's candy. No, you got to
1: you got to give Halloween presents. What, you what about, about Halloween trees? What do you put under your Halloween tree? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that something That's just you. That's just really? you. Yep. Huh. That's just at the Gouliere house. That's oh. 666
0: Gouliere house. <laughs> Those he're the only one's doing that.
1: Uh, by the way, our listeners may not know the 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 truth of my uh, of our Combined last name, but oh, uh, I love that!
0: Yeah, you're in my phone as Goulier. Yes, you my, both of you are.
1: Yes, my last name being Gallagher, my wife's last name being Soulier. and we actually, from some donation that we did to something <laughs> like from like some children's cancer research or something, we got those little those little address labels, and they somehow portmanteaued our last <laughs> names, and they came in as Gouliere, and we were like oh fuck <laughs> there it is there it is somebody did all the work for us I, I can't believe that I didn't do this already yeah and so yeah we've we've had the portmanteau of Goulier for some years now but it's, it's never been official
0: yeah well it should be
1: it really should I, I feel like it might be worth going to going down to City Hall and changing our last
0: name to Goulier absolutely one hundred percent, and I that, like I said, I have you in my phone as such because when you told me that, I was like that. It just fits so perfectly because <sighs> uh, I imagine you as like some type of monster family. That, that, Anyways, that's fair. and <laughs> like I ring the doorbell and I just hear shrieks or something like that. You know, I
1: don't. I don't think that's true. I mean, Michelle just finished
0: work on her Bigfoot book, and uh, <laughs> wait a minute, I run a store literally called the Funbox Monster Emporium. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! That is us. Awesome. Oh damn. Um, oh, you know what I saw a little bit of. I haven't started watching the whole series yet, but I saw an extended clip of the uh, the Invincible cartoon. Oh, fuck! It's good. They did really good. I I saw this. I I won't. Sp- it's the big spoiler of the story. So if you've read the comic books, you know what it is in the first story, anyways. Yeah. But it's that moment. Yes. And they made it a lot longer. And a lot, lot bloodier, <laughs> which is crazy because yeah. I
1: remember it being bloody, but this was
0: impressive. Yeah. Well, in the book, it's like two pages. Yeah. Because it's meant to be a shocker. Yep. It just happens so fast, and all of a sudden, it's like book over, ha, ha fuck you. Here's the big twist. And this one, yep. it's just like, no, nah, you're gonna watch it all happen, brother. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's uh,
1: it's pretty, it's pretty fucking brutal, and, and it's it's fun. It all. Yeah. I I'm really digging it, but. I I mean, I have the same problem with Invincible that I have with Walking Dead. To be honest, I, I mean, it it gets too dark sometimes. There are just mm. times when this fluffy Silver Age looking blood fest <laughs> is actually quite depressing. Yeah, you know.
0: They, I think, and unlike Walking Dead, though, I think he usually did do a good job of balancing it. Yeah, I think so. Whereas Walking Dead was just like, here's shit, here's shit, here's shit, here's shit, here's shit, yeah. here's a joke. I oh, mean, six and, more months of depressing I mean, shit. Right, <laughs> like...
1: right, right. No, you're right. That's that is definitely true. And and I mean, again, him being quote unquote invincible mm-hmm. changes it a lot where it's like normally you're just literally watching the cast dwindle and die in terrible ways in Walking Dead. And although that does happen in Invincible quite often. Yeah. It's usually a shocker. The couple of, like, the few big, big names, I'm not going to spoil any of the deaths, but yeah. you know the one that I'm talking about, the most brutal one that happened in the, like, 130s. I was like... Yes. Yes. The, the clothing item. Uh, yeah, that was, like, that was too much for me. I was like... Clothing item. Fucking A. Eh? Oh, you'll... <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but... I don't uh, remember now. Yeah. He basically winds up wearing someone. Uh, and so, yeah. and I was like, okay, that was that was a little much. <laughs>
0: I don't remember that, but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> there yeah. was a lot of great. There's a lot of really just bloody, violent deaths in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if you like Silver Age and Dragon Ball Z, you're gonna love Invincible. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so true. I can't wait. Did, have they announced who uh, who Alan is? Who was cast as Alan? Because uh... I. That casting has to be good. Like, that's that's a really clutch character. They did. Hold on. You know, uh, Rexplode being uh, Jason Manzukus was awesome too. I was really happy to see that. I don't know if you you haven't seen the the cartoon yet, but Jason Manzukus kills it as Rexplode. Does he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's the casting was just brilliant across the across the board. Let me see.
0: That's right. J.K. Simmons is J.K. Simmons.
1: I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's Seth Rogen. What? Alan is Seth Rogen? Yes. Huh. My God. I'll accept it. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. It's funny. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I can't remember what I was... I was listening to something. It might have been Paul F. Tompkins' podcast. And he was basically... Somebody was talking about the idea that... Seth Rogen could just walk into a room and, you know, make decisions. And I was like, why is that? Why is he allowed in any room in Hollywood? What, what decisions has he made that have put him in that stratosphere?
0: I'm sure he's been executive producer in some pretty... probably some films that made money and didn't cost a lot to make, is probably my guess. I mean, he made... I mean, I've heard
1: that uh, that 90s movie that he made was really good. Which one? I think it's called the 90s film or whatever it is, The Skateboarding Kids. Oh, right, right. It's a movie that looked really fun or that looked like something that I really wanted to watch, but it looked like it was going to be so depressing that I could never find myself in the right mood Mm -hmm. to watch the story of someone's terrible childhood. Yeah. You know, even though it was a terrible childhood saved by skateboarding.
0: Yeah, I've definitely watched some skateboarding documentaries. I can't. There was one I started watching because it was a documentary on Hulu or something like that. Mm. I can't remember the name of it, but it was just, like, the first half hour, I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to go drown myself in the yeah, toilet. And I was yeah, like, yeah. this is pretty, like, this is a pretty awful life this person's leading. It's, it's cool that they can kickflip. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know? What? I mean, but I think a lot of those kind of things, when you see, when you see somebody who is performing at that level, especially in something that... Is as balls out as like, especially like high, high level skaters are at, mm-hmm. where they're throwing their lives at something. You know, it's it's a, you know, it's they know what they're doing. They have worked up to this point, but there's no escaping the fact that there's a point when, if they fuck up, it's you know, it's like possible paralysis
0: time. You know, well, it's like the Olympics. Yeah, it's like anyone training for the Olympics. Yeah. Like, there's so little reward. Yes. The chance for reward is so minuscule. But you have to dedicate everything.
1: Well, But it's funny, though, because you think of it like a guy throwing a javelin. You're like, okay, Right. you practice javelin, it's boring as shit. I can't imagine that poor person. You know, things like figure skating, you're like, well, you know, there's an art to it, and they must have fun doing it, and they must have a love for it to begin with. Figure skating is insanely expensive, though. True. I mean, but... All of those sorts of things. It's like sure, there's that, but it's those sports like uh, like ski jumping mm-hmm. where you're two hundred feet in the air. You yeah. know, you fuck up, you're dead. You're you know, or you're <laughs> broken. Like you're not. There's right. not a lot of margin of error. Yeah, for I don't. Ski I don't jumpers. get how
0: you practice that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> 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 Well, we're just going to throw you about, I don't know, a couple thousand feet at 50 miles per hour. It what? seems like. It seems oh, you'll like, work your way up to, you know, 3,000 feet eventually. Right. Don't worry about it.
1: You need like a cloning program where you're like, oh, whoop, that <laughs> one's gone. Firing whoop, guys whoop, out nope, of the Whoop, <laughs> nope, that didn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These guys are fucking up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it feels. Like, I look at some of the shit
0: that, like. It, it's kind of like wrestling. Oh, absolutely. You no, know, I agree. Trying to make your way as an independent wrestler just. And usually, when you're an independent wrestler, you don't know the little things to do like to get the crowd with you. Yes, so what you do is you try yeah. to do the most insane physical shit possible, yeah, and just destroy yourself. and then there's Danhausen,
1: who instead looks at what you're supposed to do and he's like, "Well, I was a nurse, so uh, instead of that, I'm going to dance on the side of the ring.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that was, I mean, every, every old wrestler I've ever heard talk about it was just like people would complain about like, uh, like Hogan, for example. Oh, granted, It is a monster, but Hogan had like three moves. Yeah. You know, like do a body slam, do this. And the thing that really fucked him up was doing that leg drop over and over again. But, you know, basically, well, cause he kept, la- he basically just landed on his cervix every single time. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, but it's like. Their whole idea was like they'd go out. Yeah, the, uh, the goal his was coccyx, to go out there. Not his cervix. Was oh, coxie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Someone's still laughing at that, and they just That's got there. Nice. Now they're like that fucking idiot. <laughs> his cervix. You know what? Hogan might have a cervix.
1: <laughs> you know, the title of today's episode is Hulk Hogan's cervix. So. <laughs>
0: Well, the point I was going to make before you realized I know nothing about anatomy was that the, they would say the goal was to go out there and that if you can go out there, get the crowd screaming, yeah, take almost no bumps yes, or falls, and then get paid, you were a successful wrestler. That's a good point. Yeah. And then some people will be like, "No, but that's boring. You don't do any stuff like that." And they're just like, "Fuck you." <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the truth is like Dan House, he does do a bunch of moves. He's very very good yes. cuz he actually used to be like like uh uh uppercuts. That was his gimmick. Really? Yes. He was like a like a shoot UFC type guy, you know, very physical, technical, like going balls to the wall all the time. <laughs> and then he figured out that, like, I could just dress like a ghoul. <laughs> I do the Pee Wee Herman dance. I take maybe a third of the bumps I used to. My matches are three minutes, but everyone's happy, and then they come buy my T-shirts.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ta-da! <laughs> like, like, that's better. That is... <laughs> you know? Like,
1: fuck, that's so much better. He
0: made a lot more money. People know him now. Yeah. And he doesn't have to kill himself. I. It's
1: funny. I mean, I, I was talking when... The last time he was up, I talked to him and I was like, I was like, you know, I have absolutely no interest in wrestling. I mean, uh, pardon me, you know, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I love what you're doing and I think it's really cool and it's super fun to see you doing this kind of stuff. And he was like, Yeah, that's the kind of fan I have. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. You know, people who don't
0: like wrestling tend to like me. (laughs) Yeah. He got written up by like Rolling Stone or something recently. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I've that's why I've stopped trying to get him for the magazine. I'm like, this dude's too busy.
0: He's pretty busy. I'm
1: like, I right. he's he keeps agreeing to it and he's like, "Oh, but this day's bad." And I'm like, "You know what, dude, it's fine. I'm not going to get around him putting this fucking magazine out for another year at this point." <laughs> yeah. You know, my life is so fucked up <laughs> that I'm not going to get to it, so.
0: He's just running around being a ghoul.
1: It's pretty amazing.
0: He's doing great at it. Man. He did a signing at a toy store, he wore a beekeeper suit to stay safe, which I thought it was just very funny.
1: It's very funny. He is an oddball, which is nice, uh, and that toy store is insane.
0: Was it uh, called Toy Vomit? Is that the name of it?
1: <laughs> no, that is not the name oh, of it. it's not? No. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it's a gorgeous shop. I've I've seen their stuff online. Mm-hmm. I follow them on one of the thousand of Instagram accounts that I have. <laughs> one of the
0: millions of people I follow.
1: Yes. Uh, no. I, I follow a bunch of toy stores on the Funbox account just because. I was, you know, I They're had some people. I had some grand scheme, mm-hmm. that the Funbox Monster Emporium name would refer to horror toys and things like that, and that we would like separate everything out and we'd have like a website for each thing, and then you know, fuck. <laughs> turns out turns out that's a lot of goddamn work. And
0: then you just yelled fuck up in the air and then that was it.
1: Yeah, I pretty much did because I'm like, you know, I'm already doing basically three jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm running the online store, I'm running the store, and I'm running the screen printing. Yes. You know, and those three things are insane. Right. That's too much. So so one must die. So, no, and um, I mean that's, they all must live, <laughs> right? And I'm doing three podcasts. <laughs>
0: like a little media conglomerate over here, right?
1: Exactly, but but the thing with the podcast is that I don't see anyone. So it's I'm like, here right now. Well,
0: I wouldn't have if, the, if we weren't doing
1: this. Yeah, it's not like we would have hung out. Well, we could have. That's not true. Bullshit. Why not? Because I still can't do anything because I'm still in quarantine as a you know I'm still not allowed to go out oh my god do things
0: here we go <laughs> I can't invite
1: well, even though you're even though you are vaccinated I still am, can't invite you over it
0: seems weird Okay well when you're vaccinated you can come over to my house and going to yes. have a barbecue
1: once that happens once okay. I'm vaccinated that changes everything and I will do everything I will no, like every day No I have, door I,
0: have, out. I remember when I got my house I said you can come over to my house and I want you to come over sometime
1: And I said, sure, as long as there's not a global pandemic, I would love to come over. And
0: I said, yeah, right, like, that'll
1: ever happen. (laughs) And I said, don't say that. You're going to curse us next day. He said, there's a
0: global (laughs) pandemic. Chad Pennell to blame. (laughs) Some dude ate a bat, apparently, and it went (laughs) awry. Might have been a pangolin. Who knows? (laughs) Went all cuckoo bananas over there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did we ever figure out if it was a bat or a pangolin?
0: (laughs) Does it matter?
1: (laughs) I don't want to see pangolins uh, misrepresented in the media. Neither, there's
0: neither a thing that I would see and go, "Yum." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I know that's a cultural difference, obviously, because you know you got to eat what's around you. That's not true. It is though. No, I, I did you ever read? Have about... you
1: have you never heard of takeout, Chad? My <laughs> God, <laughs> I
0: have. I have heard of takeout. I've eaten a Subway sandwich. I've eaten worse. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me a fucking pangolin. Yeah, please. <laughs> You can have a uh, pangolin meat or Arby's. Oh, God. Give me the pangolin. <laughs> just a raw
1: pangolin. it's <laughs> uh, Just fighting me the whole way down. But I don't give a shit. I did not have to eat at Arby's. Okay, but again, you know, this is the second time I've defended Arby's. But let me tell you. Let's hear it. <laughs> Curly fries, okay. Jamocha shake. Okay. Two of the greatest things at any fast food restaurant. That's that's my closing statement. Okay.
0: I will... I, I'm not going to fight you about it. You can't. I'm not going there's, to. There's just no way. I mean, you could wash it all down with a big Montana, but that's up to you.
1: You could if you like to have, like, jellied... like
0: Big uh, Montana! <laughs> going right down to your throat, to your, straight to your butthole. I guarantee... <laughs> Arby's. It's just... Uh, We've just, got the meats
1: we, backed up in your colon. <laughs> we blend meat and then hold it together with some sort of gelatin blend and then slice it as though it's meat again it is meat
0: again it's big montana
1: it's true i mean you know what (laughs) it's it's no worse than spam and spam is you know a
0: a thing a product that you can buy at a store
1: (laughs) it's true and in lewiston you can get a lot of it really yeah, Why is that a Lewiston thing? I can't remember. I was talking about this on another podcast recently. <laughs> the sp- the st- it was on your spam podcast. It was on the spam podcast. Um, I was talking about it because we have these beautiful spam pop finals available for sale on the GoCityComics.com website. Yeah, I, I saw those. Uh, Chad, <laughs> I assume you're buying one to take home.
0: Uh, yeah, that's okay, what good. I came down here to do. That's what
1: I thought. Oh, but it it just reminded me of we played a show at this club in Lewiston, and down the street was this pizza joint, where, like, we went over to get food before we played, mm-hmm. and the restaurant specialized in pizza with spam on it, and it was not only was it that, like, they had a lot of things with spam, you could not get a pizza without spam, without specifically telling them to take the goddamn spam off Really? Pizza, okay. Which I thought was Mind blowing.
0: Yeah, I guess probably spam and pineapple would probably be pretty good.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's why. That's why it's like Hawaii's national food. God bless them. Yeah, they they love the spam on things. I mean, there's so many. There's (laughs) so many spam. There's so many spam recipes in Hawaiian food. Pretty cool. I can't stand it. Let's move the shop to Hawaii. (laughs) Oh Jesus! There's a shop in Hawaii, and I keep thinking, man. Maybe I could take over that story. <laughs> Maybe they want to move to Maine because they're sick of beautiful weather and <laughs> That's that's the
0: new reality TV show, Comic Shop Swap. Oh God. You know? I'm gonna pitch it. Okay. And see if it works. I get thirty percent, whatever okay. happens. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go into debt. Would you like some of that? huh. Well, I can't get, I take thirty percent of zero. See? Son of a bitch. Ah. <laughs> you got me with no <laughs> Don't math. go negative, baby. <laughs> I only get money. I don't. I don't give it. God damn it! You know what? I was actually in a. I was in a store today, and you know what I saw?
1: Uh, Cadbury cream eggs.
0: I saw a Jack Napier figure on the shelves from Sean's White Knight series. Where? Walmart. It's so weird. It's yeah.
1: so strange. I mean, did you did you hear Sean's? I mean, I f- think it got announced. Yeah, it got announced. Um, that uh, Tokyo Ghost is going to be made by the Russo brothers. Yes, I did see yeah. that. Yeah, because it's going to he- be directed by the guy that directed It.
0: Yeah, because he was holding off on announcing it because he was worried about getting Sixth Gun. And <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, and then they were just like the hell of it. We're announcing it. They have a director.
1: Like- yeah, well, because somebody else spoiled it. I think uh, I think Bleeding Cool broke it. And so he was like, okay, fine. Okay. Which, you know, it was, I was also like, oh man, I have insider information because we hung out the day before. And, I, and he told me, he was like, yeah, it looks like it's pretty much, pretty much ready to go. I just talked to, you know, I mm-hmm. talked to people, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, aha, what can I do with this insider information? And I thought about it for 24 hours and then nothing. it broke
0: and I went, oh, nothing. I guess I can do nothing with it. Okay. <laughs> do absolutely nothing. It's no longer insidery. It's outsidery information now. Yeah. Sorry everybody. Yeah, but it
1: is so funny. That's that's what you can do in the world of comic books now, because it's now its own little micro economy. And so somebody with that information, if I was a if I was an aggressive crazy person, I would buy every nine eight copy of Tokyo Ghost number one, mm-hmm. you know, that Sunday that he told me and then by the Monday when it gets announced, flip them for five times what I paid for them. That's pretty, yeah, you can definitely do that. You probably still got some. I'm sure I have, plenty of, I mean the whole I, box in the basement, probably. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere. Good luck finding it.
0: <laughs> well, I've got tons of money downstairs. Listen, it's just a matter of picking it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. That's. I mean, that was one of the. That was one of the things about this this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, sure, we've been losing money hand over fist. Like, there's. You know, there's there's no real, like, oh my god, look at how much money I've made this time. But we did, like, I did have time to go down to the basement when we were closed for all this time, and I just started pulling shit out of the basement and throwing it at CGC. Mm-hmm. We made thousands of dollars off stuff that was just kind of sitting there. Yeah. That was like, eh, oh yeah, hey, look at that. Huh, Cool. I get, oh, 10 first appearances of America Chavez sitting in a box? I should probably send those to CGC. He's so blasé about it. <laughs> and, well, that's so, What was so funny was because I was like, ooh, vengeance. This is a fun comic book that people will want to read. And everyone went, fuck you. We don't read comic books. And they went, okay, I'll put them in a box. And then, uh, and then I was then
0: John like. John Mulaney put them
1: in a box. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Uh, okay, I'll put them in a box. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck this. And then I found them later, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Looks like looks like you don't need to enjoy comic books. I will sell
0: them for lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you guys. I'll show you all. I'm gonna encase them in plastic, and then you can never read them.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can do about that.
0: Hey, it's what it is. It's
1: it's the new it's the new world of people who don't like
0: comic books, but they love the money associated with them.
1: They really do. It's it's so strange. Mm-hmm. You know, I everybody is like everybody for the last and honestly i'm at the forefront of this so i'm the most guilty of anyone because i've kind of wanted it to happen i've i've been you know saying that the bubble's going to burst for the last 7 years and obviously it has not yet it's become a dome it's yeah and i <laughs> a think fortified dome <laughs> and it's like well i mean it's got to do it sometime and then it's like no because people are so fucking desperate to drop money on things that don't make any sense at all that they're buying non fungible token. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which I made one. <laughs> yeah? I did. How much how much did you get for it? Nothing. I haven't it hasn't sold. Why don't I I? why don't I buy it? How much is it? It's like twenty bucks. That's too much.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know what I think I did? I I think I underpriced myself.
1: That's why, yeah. It should have been twenty thousand.
0: Yeah. I think the next one I put up is gonna be like well, you have to do it in Ethereum. Yes. You have to price it out in that, so I'll probably just put it up for like 10 Ethereum, so I'd be like, <laughs> you know, like $10,000 $10, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's the thing, is that you do have to, I mean, and more than that. Because i got to remember, that it's rich people just trying to move money around.
1: Yeah, it's, it's all just a, it's just, I mean... Rich people is a very nice way of saying criminals, but that's fun. <laughs> yes, you know, I mean, you might as well. You can pretty much exchange rich people for criminals in any sentence without it changing the meaning <laughs> at all.
0: If you did, if there was a Venn diagram, they would be almost <laughs> would one be a one solid circle. It would be a single circle. Yeah, um, criminals. Yep. Yeah, I I priced it out being like, oh, 20 bucks. That's totally that's reasonable. silly. No, nobody and I'm like no nobody wants spend nobody wants bucks.
1: a twenty dollar thing. Oh my God! the the most brilliant one. Speaking of of Murphy, um, we were talking about this because he's been talking about this for a while. The like, NFTs. Yeah, he was okay. talking about it like three weeks before anybody really started getting hip to it. Yeah. And and I was like, this sounds absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's there is an artist who has this kind of a deal on their art already, and has been doing it consistently for many years. Uh, I think it's one of the old Conan artists. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who it is, but every time you sell a piece of his artwork, he gets like 10%. Yeah. Like, literally, you buy an original piece of art, Mm -hmm. and then you put it up for auction, and then 10% of that auction price goes to him every single time. That's dope. It's brilliant. I mean, I don't know how the fuck he figured that out at the time, but like... Ross does this. Ross has to figure that money out, you know, at his job mm-hmm. because whenever a piece of whoever this guy is, I can't remember his name now, uh, but it's a ridiculously famous artist. Yeah. That, that money has to go to him. They have to cut him a separate check.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: As per, yeah. it's So weird. So weird.
0: Yeah. It was weird. Cause I was reading about it cause I read up on it and it was just like, it has a pretty low entry point into it as far as money goes. Like you have to spend some, you have to buy some Ethereum and then get into it, which yeah. is not hard to do. And then after that, you could just put it up for whatever price you want. You do have to put money in if it's going to auction. Mm-hmm. Cause ugh, fucking I've, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. read up on all this shit. It, how it works is stupid, but yeah. it's interesting, but it's dumb. And, but if you're just selling, like if you're literally a creative person, who's just d- mm-hmm. making dumb drawings yep. and putting them up, like fuck, man. Yeah. Dude, oh yeah. Like strike all the irons hot because well, it just can't. Like even the tax rate, it just counts as income. Yeah. Because I looked that up too, and I was like, am I gonna get blasted if I make like t- twenty grand off this? Yeah. And it's like, no, it's just income. Yep. So you set like forty percent aside, wait for your taxes, and then you keep whatever's left over, and then you just yeah. That's it. You're done. You <laughs> know, it's like, and plus it's in Ethereum, and if it keeps going up, that means you sold it for twenty thousand dollars, and it can be worth twenty one thousand dollars tomorrow. <laughs> right. Borrow
1: the uh, the thing that's funny uh, the one that Sean mentioned that i that is still the most genius most punk rock thing that anyone has ever done mm-hmm. was dc put a moratorium on on nfts on dc's artwork on you know warner properties okay and uh and they sent out a memo and that's like within an hour somebody at dc had taken that memo and sold it as an NFT. (laughs) And that is the most fucking baller move I've ever heard of in my life. That's fantastic. (laughs) It's genius. Probably got $69 million. It it was some, I I think it was like $10,000 for it. Yeah. So, I mean, and also, if you were going to think of an economy of these things, DC's memo is a pretty decent item to have. Yeah.
0: I think someone just sold an NFT of an NFT.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's going to happen a lot.
0: You know? It's just like inceptioning itself. Uh, and I'm just like, I love it. Like, any way I can get money out of rich people's yeah. hands and into my pocket through like just absolutely dumb means. Yeah, Like, if absolutely. I can just sit there on my iPad and be like, here's a hot dog fucking a burger on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is, like, I've gone through, like, what's available to buy. It's not far off. Yeah, and people are just buying this shit left yeah, are right.
1: Your problem is that you're not pricing it right. You no, need to You need to I'm
0: remove
1: not. the item that is making you look bad. Yep. Because anything that's priced cheaper than $10,000 makes you look like you're not worth anything. Yeah.
0: So no, get that stuff up well. there
1: for $35,000 an image. Yep. And yeah, I think that's it.
0: Definitely. That's it. I, I want to do that so I can just pay off my house. Honestly, if I would, I would, I would laugh for a year, if I if I managed to just draw dumb, just like stupid drawings of food, sell them as NFTs, and then pay off my house, I would laugh all the way to the bank. They'd <laughs> be like, "You just refinanced? What is this?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. People fucking love these hot dog drawings." <sighs> Turns out there's a lot of drug dealers that need to move Buddy around. <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me.
1: All right. I don't know. How many hired killers can there be in the world that need to change their money into hot dog drawings? <laughs> Hopefully a bunch. That's what I'm hoping for. Right. It's going to be so fucking embarrassing. Daddy wants a new car. All right. <laughs> My the thing that I keep envisioning is that since you're using this stuff as though it's worth money to pay for other things, that there's gonna be a time when a mafia don approaches one of his hired killers and he's like, Okay, Vito, I need you to off this man, and I have the original Nyan cat <laughs> I'm willing to give to you. <laughs> You know the little cat who's a Pop-Tart with a little rainbow going out his butt? Here's a picture of a cupcake with whiskers. It's (laughs) farting.
0: It's animated.
1: I'm told by a bunch of nerds it's worth $35,000. I don't fucking know because this makes no sense. There's literally no way to make an economy out of this because no one can judge its worth. And that's Uh, why it's great. (laughs) Don't you understand? No, it's. I mean, it's exactly why fine art is money. Is because of this. Yeah. And this, and the pandemic, when no one can touch anything or go visit any place or go to an auction or anything, mm-hmm. is the perfect time for
0: people to make up this bullshit world. But there's actual galleries now where they show the NFTs on big screens and then you can buy them. Yes. Which is also crazy.
1: If by crazy you mean stupid. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's stupid if you're buying them. <laughs> no, right. That's sure. how I feel. Like if I, like if I, I don't know. Like, if someone was just like, blades of grass are worth millions of dollars, and I just kept showing up being like, brought some more grass for you, (laughs) you know? Just like, they'd be like, wow, thanks! I'd be like, yeah, I ripped up my whole fucking lawn. (laughs) This is an an
1: Animal Crossing reference, isn't it?
0: No, well, yeah, you can sell weeds. Fucking idiots buying weeds. (laughs) The thing is, you can sell weeds (laughs) to the store, but then once a week there's a guy who shows up who gives you a premium price on weeds. And I'm just like... (laughs) This game's economy is fucking stupid. (laughs) He's selling fake joints to
1: college kids.
0: Well, I mean, whatever he's got to do. Yeah, sure. He's a sloth trying to sell some plants. I totally understand that. Oh, you know what? You know what I got? I got um, Breath of the Wild.
1: Ooh, finally!
0: I did. This is the first Zelda game I have purchased since Wind Waker. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's great. It's. Okay, so far. Oh, it's fun. You're going to love it. I hope so. No. You... I'm doing a lot of running around and just doing odd jobs right now, which I'm not You're going to get
1: addicted to making food. That's, that's what I have what, to do right that's now. That's what everybody does. I have to
0: go get meat, and because I, I need a coat <laughs> from this guy, so I can go to the mountain mm-hmm. is the plan. But he's like, I don't know how to make the dish. I've forgotten. You need meat. Mm, yeah. And it's like, where's the meat? And it's like, oh, it's far away. Yeah. <laughs> Meat is everywhere. If you kill
1: everything you see,
0: yeah, and it's so far, it's fine. I got the uh, I got the bombs, the remote bombs. Yeah, and I'm having a lot of fun with those. <laughs> There's nothing I enjoy more than holding up the remote bomb, running away while having the goblins chase me. Yes, dropping it on the ground and then looking back, going Heep. <laughs> And then <just>, him <laughs> they'll <them> go blam, <laughs> like yeah. fire off. And that like, is fun. Heep.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think I really hit a sweet spot for when I got Breath of Wild because I was, uh, I was recovering from my surgery. Yeah. And I had like three weeks where I was like, had nothing to do and couldn't leave the house basically. Mm-hmm. So I was like,
0: awesome! This is perfect. <laughs> All I have to do is play Zelda like eight hours a day. I was a little bummed, like you don't get like a master sword or anything in the beginning no you have that's later it, does it come oh yeah okay cuz i was spoiler. like spoiler well no i was i was expecting it to come eventually but i was like this is weird to me as a zelda game where you don't get like a sword that's cool like right in the beginning
1: yeah no you get to go through all sorts of crazy disposable weapons first which is fun there's a lot of weird wacky weapons that do all sorts of crazy shit mhm so those are fun
0: yeah and i got the bone arrow and all that stuff already and I play it with my daughters, and they get very nervous. Really? Yes, because they like to watch. And they're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You don't have to fight those goblins. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they they looked at me wrong. Yeah, she's like, well, why? And I was just like, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I'm going to go up on this cliff. Why? Watch this. And I'm going to throw a bomb down. They're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> just like
1: I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of Looney Tune scenarios in that game that are fun. Yeah. And do you have your... Can you hang glide yet?
0: No, I have to do the four thing. The four temples or something. Yeah. Shrines or whatever. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I still... like. <laughs> I don't know what I've, I'm doing. I've
1: put probably 50 hours into that game, mm-hmm. and I still haven't beaten all of the, uh, the difficult challenges. Yeah. I, I think want a, there's I think I there's want a horse. five shrines left with difficult challenges on my game that I still haven't beaten. <laughs> Cuz I was like, I don't know, man. These are hard. <laughs>
0: yeah. I I want a horse at this point. I'm really tired of walking around.
1: Hmm. It's weird. I every one of these games, this one Skyrim, all those games, I'm like I hate having a horse. Luckily in Zelda, I don't think they can kill your horse. Okay. But I was always pissed off like when I would ride a horse and then someone would kill it. hmm I'd be like, that was that was just way too depressing for me in Skyrim.
0: Yeah, I think I had the last game I played where I had a horse like that was probably Gun. I don't know if you remember that no. one. It was like it was a PlayStation or Xbox game. It, it was similar to Red Dead. Oh redemption. Yeah. Yep. And basically, <laughs> it was so absurd. But basically if you you know, you kicked it with your spurs, mm-hmm. the horse would go faster. And what you could if you just kept hammering the button, you'd just kick it and the horse would go super fucking fast and then it would just die. <laughs> uh, but you wouldn't get thrown off of it. You your character model would just come off of it and you'd start walking and you'd see the horse body just like slide another fifty feet. Jesus Christ. So that's how I entered like every town. <laughs> just coming in like sliding off this dead horse. Just being like, SUP, everybody. That's, Who do you want me to shoot? That's right.
1: I forgot. You're one of those people. You see, I have <laughs> I have. One of those people. Vi- well, no, you, because some people are able to separate video game morality from real life morality. Yes. I cannot. I can't play games as a bad guy. My I'm brother's very, the same. I'm man. very bad at being a bad guy in a game. I generally take the staunchest morality that you can. Yeah. And anytime especially Skyrim pisses me off with this because you'll just be like, I'm pushing A to talk. You stole a plate, you dickhead. (laughs) I I didn't want a fucking plate. I've got like four trillion gold in my pocket. <laughs> I just accidentally pushed the wrong button. This is fucking stupid. I'm trying to be a good person. And yep. now there are a bunch of guards attacking me because I picked up a plate
0: yeah, off somebody's table. Fallout's like that where like you commit one crime and then everybody on the planet so all of a sudden it's like, we need to shoot him immediately. That's
1: not true. I remember you playing Fallout because you played it in the store with us and what you did in Fallout was you just killed <laughs> every yes, person you came in contact with and stacked them like cordwood in the middle of the town. Yeah,
0: but it was Gerald's game. But <laughs> ooh, that
1: by Stephen King. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was a Yeah, I played Gerald's game and I he wanted to be really good and I was just like, "No, you're not going to be good. Watch this." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Watch
1: what I can do." <laughs> but then you'd killed so many people that literally every time you you walked out the door, you'd get shot in the head. People would try to kill me constantly. Yeah, like yeah. you couldn't go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know if you remember the game that uh, the guys who made Knights of the Old Republic made, but they also made a game called Jade Empire.
1: Nope.
0: So basically it was like a, it, it was all like
1: a, I think it was Chinese. Yeah, so like romance exclusive. of the, romance of the three kingdoms. Or yeah, it was, it was something like, like that. Kingdoms? But it was
0: basically Knights of the Old Republic if it was like ancient Chinese. Yeah. Is what, and um, you could of course be good or bad or neutral or whatever like that. And I remember I played at the time and my roommate really wanted to be good. Mm -hmm. And everybody else, like, other friends who came over wanted to be good. And my girlfriend at the time wanted to be good. And I said, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And I would made... Of course. Every awful decision possible. And the end of the game is so (laughs) glorious when you're evil. Because you're trying to... You're trying to rescue the Earth spirit. And you have to go to, like, this fountain deep underground and, like, purify the water so that she can survive. Mm -hmm. And I and you have the option to turn on friends if you want to at the very end mm-hmm. you can turn on some you can turn on none or in my case you turn on every fucking one of them and yep. i so i killed all nine of my companions <laughs> every one of them died and then wow. the, the, the the shot of where you go to purify the water is not me purifying the water it is me carrying a bowl of their blood <laughs> up to the water and then the earth spirit's like no please don't do this and then you pour it into and everything turns blood red and she goes no and then your guy just goes ha <laughs> just like and i just started laughing and like my roommate was like why but <laughs> i was like because i fucking can <laughs> and then i beat the bad guy even though i was very much the worst guy <laughs> At that point, I was yes, much more worried. Clearly, worse than him. you are the bad guy. And then the last scene is literally me kicking his dead corpse down the stairs and being like, I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and like the sky is just black because the planet's dying because I just poisoned the fucking earth spirit with wow. blood of my friends who nice. helped me. <laughs> and I was like, this game's great. <laughs> I really enjoy this. Yeah, my brother would always get really upset with me. Every time I do that, he was like, how can you do that? And I was like, because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, who cares? I'm not going to do it in real life. I just think it's funny to do it in a video game.
1: No, absolutely. I understand. I understand the concept. I just, it's, it is funny because I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever played a game as a bad guy. You know, when you have, when you have the option to be good. Missing out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have a lot of morals, Chad. You don't need virtual morals. I don't. But also, I can't separate fantasy from reality. That's why I have a comic shop. That's a psychological condition. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that to Superman.
0: Is he here? Yes. (laughs) He's everywhere. He's like Jesus. Oh, good. (laughs) He'll be here to throw me into the sun soon enough.
1: He's coming back tomorrow. I heard what you did in that old
0: Xbox exclusive game, Jade Empire. You son of a bitch.
1: So true. Oh my god. Chad, yes. This is mental. It's so weird that you're here. It is weird that I I haven't actually seen you in person in a long time. I
0: was trying to think about the last time I was in here. I remember I came in here a few times when you were closed. I remembered that because I the remember fuck being What are
1: you doing here? I just came in. Just like just coming around, like taking your pants off, running down the aisles kind of
0: thing. I think so. Yeah, cuz I remember I wore a oh. mask in here.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. I do remember you, in a mask, coming in at one point. Yeah,
0: and I was because I was thinking about it when I was driving. I was like, "When was the last time I was in here?" I was like, "It wasn't a year ago." I no, was like, but no, it was, definitely, but came it was in. definitely
1: more than six months ago. Definitely,
0: definitely. I was. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long, lonely, lonely, lonely time. Yeah, it has been. Oh. But now I'm here. I'm now you're I'm, here. I'm here. Everything's gonna be all right. I probably won't be here next week, but I am here this week. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is cool.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like
1: the, you know, it's too bad. So we should probably have these meandering, pointless conversations on Zoom and then uh-huh. have like a real point to the conversations
0: when we actually have real mics in front of us. You think so? Nah, I don't fucking care. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, listen, we had our, our listeners shut up last week. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> no. It was, uh, I think, seven more than usual. My God. I know. We're not getting rid up, written up in the Press Herald like your other <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> do okay, I guess. Oh, you know what I want to update you on? Oh god. The great panel bake
1: off. Oh, uh, you know what? Before I left, yeah. Michelle said, "Make sure he updates you on the great panel bake off because I need to know all of the all of the results."
0: All right. So today, today this was the showstopper. The final the final chapter. This is your final challenge. This is the final challenge. Um you may remember the first challenge was uh cake cakes. Yes. I won the cake one. Second challenge was pies. My wife won the pie competition. So we're at one and one. Oh shit. All right. Showstopper was Easter themed. Okay. Oh boy. So, I made four trays of Rice Krispie treats, each colored differently with mm-hmm. Easter colors, and I molded them into a giant Easter egg.
1: You're going to fucking kick ass among kids, and your wife's going to do something amazing, and she's going to lose. Is that what happened?
0: No. Oh. No, my wife made an ice cream cake. But, okay, and this is something I had to agree to, and I I told her, I was like, I'm going to lose because you're doing this, and I want you to understand that. She was going to do peeps, rabbit peeps, because she made an ice cream cake that on top of it, she decorated it to look like a garden with carrots coming out of it and she was going to put rabbits in it.
1: I think she already wins.
0: Okay. it is. It was very good. It was It was definitely better than what I did. Okay. I don't argue that point, but that's not for me to decide. It's for my children <laughs> to decide. That's for the judges? <laughs> exactly. It was for Prue and Ginny Hollywood. Ginny <laughs> Hollywood, yes. And, um, so, but what she did was that she said, do you mind if I also make Rice Krispie Treats? Because I saw this thing online of what it looks like a rabbit. It's basically its butt and legs sticking up in the air. And the girls saw it and they thought it was hilarious. And I said, You're screwing me. <laughs> I was like, You're taking the ingredients that I bought for my showstopper. Oh. And you're going to use them knowing that this is a thing that they loved because you couldn't get peeps because you waited to the last minute to try and go get peeps. And she said, Yes. And I said, This is, I was like, I've lost. Man. I know, I know I've lost. The fix is in, man. It was in. And sure enough, Um, She made a very delicious ice cream cake that was very good by itself, but it did have a uh, a frosted Rice Krispie Treat rabbit ass and feet (laughs) sticking out of it. And literally, like, my oldest Mimi is just like, she's like, oh my god, she's like, I don't know which one's good, but that that rabbit bum is so funny. (laughs) You know, and I was just like, son of a bitch. You know, just sitting there. Because, like, I I sat there, like, shaving this egg and, like, trying to get into the best egg shape I could. I made uh, Rice Krispie Treat carrots to put around the egg. I had grass that I had made. Like, I did the whole thing in Rice Krispie Treats. I got pictures <sighs> of it. I'll show it to you. Um, but, nevertheless, the ice cream cake won out. Like, Christine yeah. won the showstopper. She was uh star baker and thus won the Great Penal Bake Off competition. Wow.
1: This is... This is a... a t- I mean, this is an upset for the ages. I was not expecting this.
0: Uh, I was. I was. Because I, I didn't put a lot of... I did, it, my stopper wasn't very technical.
1: Did you have a soggy bottom, Chad?
0: No. It was crisp. <laughs> All the way through. I, there were great Rice Krispie Treats. I'm not going to lie. I will not recommend <laughs> doing what I did. Because I think washing a marshmallow pan... four times. Oh my god. Like I did, I was definitely like, shit, why did I do this? You know, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Because I knew, like, the second I got it into the Rice Krispie Streets, I had to throw it in water, or else it was going to harden really, really fast. And and then the first two batches I did, I didn't put enough food coloring in, so they had very faint coloring to it, which is a bummer. You'll see on the egg, like, the first two look, like, kind of muted, and then, like, the blue and the orange look fantastic. And I was like, "Boy, we learned a lot today. We learned a lot making this giant egg.
1: We sure did."
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now I have this half-eaten Rice Krispie treat egg on my kitchen table right now that needs to be eaten. <laughs> wow. Well, but that was, and we're talking. Uh, they, the kids, want to do one next week, and we joked about doing it like uh, in a nailed it sort of oh, format. Oh man, that
1: kind of makes sense.
0: Like, yeah, why don't you guys try, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. That's going to be rough. Yeah. You, you do kind of want to be able to eat the food at the end, though. That's true. You might want to maybe team up so that oh, you have an so adult.
0: I'll pick, I'll pick my favorite child.
1: Right. You pick, yeah.
0: you pick the good one. Yeah. And then leave the other one for your wife. Gotcha. Yeah. And like, well, great. since you won the competition, you get you have to get saddled with this.
1: Yeah. You get the bad child. <laughs> yep.
0: But um, yeah, but I will say... Even though it was stressful at times, I I made a cake from scratch for the first time, I made a pie for the first time, and I made a Rice Krispie sculpture for the first time. Damn. A lot of things I never would have done. I I never would have woken up in the morning and been like, I think I'm going to make a Rice Krispie treat sculpture today. (laughs) I mean,
1: really, just getting in the tent, wasn't that really the biggest thrill of all? You know, it's an honor just to be there. It's an
0: honor just to be there. You know. I did end up getting a Ginny Hollywood handshake. Oh, wow. The, my God, my youngest. I She gets so into character because she was like, okay, so literally she's like eating my wife's ice cream cake first and she's just like, the orange, what is this? And my wife's like, oh, it's it's supposed to be a carrot. Uh-huh. And what is it supposed to taste like? And she's like, well, frosting, it's made of frosting. And she's like, Really? <laughs> it's good. It's not the best I've ever had, but it is good. And then she took a bite of mine, the Rice Krispie Treat, and she went, it's chewy. What are the flavors in this? And I was just like, Rice Krispies, it, butter, and treat. marshmallow. And she went, I'm not getting the marshmallow. And I went, in a marshmallow square. And she said, no, I'm not tasting the marshmallow. And I went, well, then I screwed up. <laughs> I was like... And then my oldest Ugh. is just like, I think I think it's very nice. I think you did a good job, and I, I like what you did. Oh, my God. And my my youngest is just, like, shredding us to pieces, just like. So you thought you made something.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you think that she's going to be
0: a stand-up? I hope so. <laughs> no, you don't. Nobody wishes for their child to get into stand-up. No, she can't be a stand-up. I've, well, I can't toot my own horn too much, but. You've told her not to. No, I, I usually usually stand-ups come from some type of broken home. Right, exactly. You know, and I don't want that for her. I don't want her to have a broken home. Yes, and I don't want her to become like some type of like wholesome family comedian. You know, either. Oh Jesus! Because no. nobody wants that. Nobody needs that. No. So hopefully, I hopefully she grows up in an environment where she feels loved and supported, <laughs> so she doesn't feel the urge to become a comedian. That's yeah.
1: That sounds that sounds like a good plan.
0: Yes. How's your brother doing? <laughs> well, much like myself, he grew up in a grew up in a broken home uh, <laughs> and took up comedy. Uh um, um no, he hasn't he hasn't done it in a long time actually,
1: so. Well, I mean because of this or just because he's too busy getting swole?
0: Uh well he's definitely swoll. Um I don't know all the but, reasons. But I mean all comedians are swole now, so it's, it's true. It's time. Yeah, but to, he's it's time to get back in there. He, he was a he was a big guy to begin with, though, and now yeah, he's true. And now he's now he's very strong. He was always strong before, and now he's very strong. <laughs> like well, his calves are unbelievable. Well, you know, I mean, you've seen Carrot Top. I mean, I have seen Carrot Top.
1: Yeah. How else are you gonna lug that giant trunk full of props? <laughs> that's all he's
0: doing. He's just doing lifts on those, <laughs> just deadlifts on his fucking gimmick trunk all the time. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I I've never. I haven't really approached my brother about it, to be hmm. honest with you. Um, Interesting. I I've only heard bits and pieces from my mother. Oh, weird. But I think it's just a combination of, you well, know, he's got a kid now. He's got a, he had a kid. Yeah. You know, I think he you know he had to work. Right. Um, he had a kid. It was very busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. I think he started doing stuff in New York, and I think it was just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it is the worst life in the world. Yeah, uh, he was really good at it, though. I think that's what that's what bums me out about it. But I totally get that. It's it is a hard, it's a hard road.
1: Like it's the worst. Yeah, and I mean, you need to just outside of being a touring musician, I can't imagine anything worse.
0: Yeah, I think it's it. Well, if, uh, if I take it back to wrestling again, because I feel like there are parallels to oh, all yeah, these things. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, I I keep hearing things. Every time I read someone's book, they're just like, yeah, we went here and then we upset like the one guy. Mm-hmm. And then they told us we sucked and everything we did was shit, you know, and it was just like, yep. but we always had to believe that we weren't shit. Right. And, and that's then the keep deal. keep going. But like I said, but also when you're a comedian, you've also, to really be a good comedian... And I don't... This shouldn't have to be a requisite, but it is. You have to have some type of trauma. Yes, absolutely. Usually. So when you couple someone telling you that you're shit... With, yeah. With what you're already experiencing, which is probably just... A, you and know,
1: getting paid in drinks.
0: And getting paid in drinks and just trying to get through your fucking life, but yeah. also try and make people laugh at the same time. It's just such a perfect storm Yeah. for depression. Absolutely. And that I don't blame anyone who's been like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Just like, I'm not doing it anymore. I can't yeah. do it anymore. Cause it takes some type of, you have to, it's like another level of insanity to just keep believing in yourself. Despite the fact that everyone tells you you're horrible and the voices in your head also tell you that you're horrible. But then the front part of you is just like, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. And I'm mastering a craft. <laughs> it's like, it
1: is, it's, the, yeah, the level of narcissism that has to be in there too is has to be off the charts, right? Because like even you know, like a Patton Oswalt or like even like these these people who are like at the top, like the John Mullaneys and th- people like that, yeah, John Mullaney like got booed off stage many, many,
0: many times, but also in rehab right now. yeah, exactly, you know, because he needs drugs. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> drugs awesome, so. but drugs are awesome. But drugs are awesome. But you know, he's also admitted on stage as part of some of his jokes that he he was a monster because he, yeah. you know, like yeah. he wished he hadn't done the things that he had done. Wait, is
1: he in rehab or is he in recovery?
0: Ugh, I think he checked himself in for cocaine recently. Yes, within Uh-oh. the past year. Yeah, well, he was hanging out with uh, with what's his fuck. Well, he started making a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's you know, you give a comedian money. <laughs> it's like giving a mouse a cookie. It's which a, is the next thing you know, just shit goes crazy. I don't you know if they're, you've, they're, you've
1: read those books, but man,
0: you give a mouse a cookie, it's all over. Next thing that. you know, you're doing blow with Lauren Michaels. Exactly, and Lauren Michaels. <laughs> That's it, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. But Lauren. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I will say this as someone who grew up my formative years around my brother who was doing stand-up comedy in the Portland area. I did it myself just a handful of times. Mm. And I... I was actually in the Portland's Funniest Comedian Competition when I was in high school. Yes. And I made it to the semifinals. And I didn't go to the finals because I went over on my time. <laughs> and they wanted me to come back and I didn't do it. Yep. And... Well, one, because it was my brother's thing. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that, because yeah. I was just like, that's your thing. Yeah. You know? Because you started it, and you're dedicated to it, and then it would be weird. Yeah. It would we- It would be weird to be in competition with your brother. I don't want to be in competition right, with Right, exactly. Brother. I'd rather support my brother. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, I can find something else to be funny at. Like, yeah. I don't need to do this. Yeah. You know? And he had a thicker skin for it. Well, and that's the other thing, is that if he's...
1: I mean 90% of it is being able to take the punch. It's not yes. throwing the punch is 10% at at best. Yeah. You know, it's it's being able to
0: take it. Yeah. And he could take it better than I could. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I never bombed. Oof. You know what I mean? Like I got lucky oh when I did those things and I and I will st- the I I don't understand how I was 17 and killed at the Comedy Connection. <laughs> <You> no. <know? laughs> when there were other people who had been doing it for years. Yeah. The audacity <laughs> of me being in that position and going up there and doing it and being successful at it, even for a night, yeah. is insulting to yeah. all the people <laughs> that well, did that it, before. I mean, and but that's the thing
1: is that all you have to do is keep at it and you will bomb. Because right. that's the deal is that, like, sometimes. Especially if you are a smart comic or a smart person, you're always going to find a bunch of idiots in a room that don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. That's always going to happen. That was what I was... I mean... We're talking about nonsense on the podcast, but I definitely got a little worried when we got a thing in the paper because it's like, oh, come on, man. This is a niche thing that, like, five (laughs) people fucking understand. Yeah. Like, we're talking to our people that understand what we're talking about. We're not talking to people who read the Portland Press Herald on a regular basis. (laughs) You know, like... And uh, so I was like, oh God, we're going to, our ratings are going to fucking plunge. We're going to get a <laughs> bunch of ones from little old ladies who are like, I like things that are fun. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, oh God. Here oh go. no. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, I I only think about the times that I have bombed as a musician mm-hmm. and I can't imagine being alone when that happens. Like, being with three other dudes helps. Mm-hmm. Like, it it softens the blow. Yeah, but and, it's and you have still the expectation
0: rough. of... Especially in a comedian's position where it's like, you're supposed to make me happy. Yeah. And you're not. You know, and it's just like, oh, God.
1: You know, it's just like... Yeah, except that I feel like it's... As a musician, I feel like it's more green room when we fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like... Green Room felt so real to me. I've had so many, we've had so many shows. Well, you know what? I can count them on one hand, but in my life, I've had probably five shows that felt so much like Green Room that it was, it made me uncomfortable watching it because it felt so close to home. Yeah. That it was like, oh, there were people here who not only did not enjoy the music that we played. Yeah. They want to hurt us because we played the music we played. They are actively waiting for us outside and they want to beat us up and we need to get out a different door. You know, like, sure, three of those were eggbot, but two of them were covered in bees. Yeah. And covered in bees, like, we, I don't ever remember having a bad show where we played poorly or I was ever like, Mm, I wish we hadn't done whatever. But we had a show where, like, we could easily have gotten the shit kicked out of us by about 60 hardcore dudes in, like, in white tank tops, like, just <laughs> no. sitting there. Dude, we played, and an ocean of people went up against the back wall. We were playing with Outbreak, mm-hmm. this, like, famous hardcore band. And we were like, let's have fun. We like, we play heavy music, but we're f- having fun. Who here likes having fun? The arms cross. No, they no. go to the back wall. <laughs> One kid tries to come out and dance and somebody grabs him by the back of a thing and pulls him back. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh, we're going to die tonight. <laughs> we're going to fucking die tonight. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then we had a spinal tap because literally during that exact same show, the wall fell down on me.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. <sighs> God,
1: I I miss it. Can't wait to get back out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have thought over the pandemic being like, I don't know, maybe I should try stand up again. Or something like that. But yeah, then I, I talked myself out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Your <laughs>
1: self-esteem is way too high. You should uh, you should get out there and get people to say terrible
0: things to you. Uh, yeah, but I also, uh, I mean, you know, you're in Portland. Yes. You're a performer in Portland. Yes. You know it's politics and people who suck. Oh, yeah. All oh, over it the sure place, is. You know? And then you couple that with the Portland comedy scene, and there's no place to fucking play anymore. Yep. Well, I, It's even shittier than it... You know, like, you didn't have a comedy connection. You didn't have, like, a place where you'd be like, well, as long as you play this place, you're at the top.
1: Well, now you have uh, The Empire, which is now all comedy.
0: Yeah, but it's not the same. I don't know. I, all <laughs> I know is that we
1: don't get to play shows there anymore. And okay. I used to really like going there so that I could have delicious Chinese food before I... Uh, before
0: I played a show. They <laughs> did really care fun. about comedy. They were just like, oh, everyone plays music now. I guess we'll do comedy <laughs> You know. <laughs> that was pretty much what they said in the paper. It was like Yeah. So I don't know. It's a it's a
1: very Yes, everybody. I know that there are three current three music venues in Portland currently. One of which well, is like yeah, I mean they, one of which they definitely took it on level. the chin the past year <laughs> for sure,
0: but Yeah. You know <sighs> I mean Portland restaurants and music venues definitely well oh, I oh that. I mean they got prior knocked down a notch I prior think. Prior to but... the
1: prior to the horror. I mean, but we're literally talking about we had three places to play. Yeah. And one of them was like they booked bands like, you know, we got to play occasionally with a band like Mud Honey or the Misfits or whatever, but we would never be booked as the main stage act for for uh whatever the asylum is called now. Uh Aura. Aura. That was that yeah. was a little out of our league, you know. Port City Music Hall we could play. We could play yeah. Genos, we could play I forgot
0: the name of that place. Thank you for telling everybody. Port it. City? Yeah, yeah. It's gone now, but uh, Yeah, it's going yeah.
1: it's going to be the new uh, the new Arcadia. Arcadia. <laughs> the reborn Arcadia. Ooh. <laughs> like a Phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> well
0: it was never on fire. Oh, it will be. <laughs> Metaphorically. I know. Um, I know. Christine was like, did they end up getting their Kickstarter money? And I went, oh, God, and then some. I was just like, of course they did. People (laughs) love them. Yeah. Arcadia said, a call to arms. And everyone said, here's five arms. (laughs) You know, it was, I mean, bless their heart. Oh, it's great. They people love giving them money, (laughs) they sure do. I'm glad, I'm glad somebody's getting it. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's true.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would rather have them get it than 99% of places in Portland, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, crazy cakes. Uh, shit, Chad, we've gone long, it's like it's like an hour 20. Oh, okay, we haven't talked about anything substantive. I hope people enjoy this. I think they will.
0: (laughs) I think they will. You know what. You better. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Because Chad drove all the way from Gorham, so I did, drove a solid thirty minutes. Oh God! I think I I had to park three blocks down the road.
1: Why didn't you park in our parking lot?
0: I didn't know what the rules were. You know what? I still don't know what the rules
1: are. Exactly. So...
0: You know, I was like, I'm gonna pull in here, and then something stupid's gonna happen, and then it is possible. I mean, we because they don't know. Uh, I have a different car now, and they're, they're gonna be like, "Who's oh, that car?" You know, yeah. you know what I mean. I was oh, just like, I was gonna park down the street. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's I just... know what you mean.
1: <laughs> All right, okay, Chad. Yes. Well, you know, tell them where they can follow us on the Instagram.
0: Uh, well, there's just the traditional coast, at Coast City Comics. Of course, there is. There's at the Funbox Monster podcast. Podcast. There's that there's, one. And there's uh, at, at Coast City Comics
1: Club. And there's at Funbox Monster Emporium.
0: Maybe I think it's at Funbox Monster. I think it's just Funbox Monster. Yeah, Yeah. we're doing doing a great job selling. We're doing Funbox Monster. We we know Um, we know stuff about what's going on. There's at um actually comics. I can't tell you how many M's or an um. There are two ums. Two ums. um. Two two
1: ums. We made sure that it was hard to remember.
0: Okay. Uh, There's that one, and I think that's it.
1: You know, we could have just called it fucking Coast City Comics, fucking podcast. Yeah. But that would have been too easy.
0: (laughs) Too on the nose.
1: (laughs) I'm opening a store. What should I call it? Well, it's a toy store. How about main toys? (laughs) Mainly toys. Oh, I got an idea. How about the Funbox Monster Emporium? Now, (laughs) from a marketing standpoint, (laughs) what drove you to Thanks for the loan. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, know, Chad. (laughs) I should have gotten a loan. That would have been smart. You know, I'd never got a loan for this place.
0: Yeah, I know. You just sold a bunch of shit and then opened it up.
1: <laughs> yes, I sold my soul. I sold my drums. Was it your drums? I sold my drum kit for this place. Really? I had because but now you got new drums. I I finally have. Well, I mean, I didn't sell my my touring kit that I actually play out with. But okay, I sold my my house kit, which was a really nice electronic kit that we were using to like score movies and do like you know like recording projects mm-hmm. in in house but then i lost a place to put it and we we're like fuck it i'm selling this i'm gonna get a place for my screen printing and that's where the yep. money came from and i'm gonna be a man of industry i got two grand for those drums mm-hmm. and uh and the rest is whatever this is As well history <laughs> here we are here we are princes of the universe
0: <laughs> born to be kings yep
1: you princes of industry. Uh, you titans of Maine, or something or other. <laughs> yes, that's that's the movie. <laughs> that's, the, that's the quote. Yep. Anyway, good night, everybody. Good night, good Chad. Night. <laughs> I'm going to go home and
0: go to sleep. All right, I'm going to go hide Easter eggs. I've been secretly the Easter Bunny this whole time. <laughs> Have fun. I will.
2: Come I will.